Good morning, you guys. I want to start by saying happy Friday the 13th because Friday the 13th doesn't have to be bad today. And I just got chills saying that and I don't know why, but Friday the 13th, I literally have goosebumps all over my body. Friday the 13th does not have to be bad today. And Friday the 13th is kind of a little bit more spookier in in um, October. Sorry, I still don't have my caffeine. I'm on my way to get it. But um, in October. And October is spooky season. And even though I'm about to go visit Boston, Salem, Massachusetts this weekend, for some whatever reason, I'm just spooked out. And uh, that's just how my Friday morning is going. I don't know what it is. Something in the air little spooky season, about to hop on a plane, we about to grab the jet real quick, and, you know, head up to the state of Massachusetts, and I've never even experienced Massachusetts before. I was in their airport a few times for a connecting flight, but never actually walked around, so I'm excited, but we're going to make this a happy Friday the 13th, we're going to make this a happy weekend happy start to the weekend and we're gonna get into this episode where i talk about you gotta go through shit to come out of shit to become closer to your past friends your past family your past relationships so i got some good stuff here going on but this is your girl this is your host, Jill Jackson, a.k.a. JJ, your boss, baddie, bestie. You already know, coming at you live on this phenomenal Friday. You're listening to my platform, my positivity podcast, Gaslight Me, Sweetie. And we cannot forget this phenomenal Friday with a PH because those fills won, y'all. Those fills won. All the Philadelphia teams are just crushing it. It's like 2018 all over again. Like, life is just feeling real good right now. It's just feeling the era is good. 2008, everything's just aligning. But, y'all, we only love playoff baseball, too, by the way. I cannot watch baseball (laughs) during the regular season, kind of like the NBA. Like, I'll watch it if it's on, but I'm not rooting for you until you get into the finals. So, but football Sundays, that's a different story. Your girl's plopped on the couch Saturday and Sunday because I don't play no games. But y'all, you got to go through shit to get back on your shit. And that's a real ass statement. Let that marinate real quick. You got to go through shit to get back on your shit. You guys think about this, right? The roller coasters that we achieve in life, and I say achieve because we do. We truly do achieve the roller coasters. Life is ups and downs. Life is like a heart monitor, right? It's beating. It's up and down. It has points. It has hills. It has valleys, right? It has highs and lows. If life was a straight line, you'd be dead, If life was a flat line, you'd be dead. So be grateful for these hills and valleys because they only make you stronger and they only make you the person that you are today. You being so hard on yourself is not going to help motivate you. It's not going to help make you positive, right? 
you being so hard on yourself isn't going to have you achieve your goals. You just have to see the vision and go at it. The reason that you're even thinking about things in your brain to achieve is because you are supposed to see them only. You receive them, right? So you got to go through shit to get back on your shit. And the main culprit of this is weight gain and weight loss. At least for me, I'll speak for myself. But weight gain always, (laughs) weight gain always happens when I'm in a relationship. And it's because, you know, man's likes to take me out to eat. It's not always, you know, salad and protein, right? So man's likes to take me out on, you know, to eat, take me out on dates, takes me out to drink, a lot of calories in drinking that you never realize, you know, all this good stuff. And we get so happy and comfy and we're laying on the couch with our boo and we don't hit the gym as often, right? We get off our routine. That's why for me in my next relationship, it's super important because I've just rebuilt myself back up to the top, to the fullest, probably the fifth time in my life, maybe more, but the fifth time in my life, I built myself up to the point where I'm like, yo, I'm good now. And my new man's going to have to have a routine. My new man's going to have to have went through some shit to get back on his shit. He's going to have to be fully healed. First question, are you healed? Second question, what's your five-year plan? If you can answer both of those, we can keep this thing rolling. But I really have, I had to go through all of the events in my life to get to where I am today to keep me going and keep me growing and keep me better, you know, every single day. And I bring up this one situation specifically because my best friend was literally like my sister and like my actual sister. She really was. And I, like, we did everything together. And we were five years old when we met. And it was just, you know, phenomenal experience from there on out. But I got into a relationship and it tore us apart. Like, it tore us bad, down bad. Because my ex was telling me that my friends weren't good for me and my parents weren't good for me. My family wasn't good for me, right? And I believed him. I believed him, of course. Like, that's my man's, right? Well, I pushed her away. I went through my roller coaster of emotions. I sat through myself. I sat through, you know, in silence, alone, isolation. I let that all just sit in, reflect. There wasn't a day that went by that I didn't think about her. However, I wasn't going to reach out to her because I wasn't fully healed yet. So this healing, this going through shit, this going through shit to get back on your shit, this can happen in a platonic or a monogamous relationship. And in my case, this was a relationship that I knew that once I was out of my funk, out of my mental, you know, manipulation, you know, when I came out of that, I knew I was going to get her back, right? Because she needed to be in my life. And... Now that I'm moving back home, I feel like every single person around me that I went to, you know, high school with, like, I feel them all about to come back to me. And that's fine. I moved away as soon as I graduated college. 
So I didn't really get to say like goodbye to anybody. It was kind of just like, peace out, Jill's out, you know, she got to go do her own thing. And that's what I did. I did my own thing for a while. So coming back full circle to the town where I really began my life and I went through all my ups and downs and I healed once from this place, you know, it's like you come back and you give a second chance, right? So I say all this to say that, you know, going through what you're going through is a part of life. Going through what you're going through is a part of the cycle. Life is planned out for you already. And yes, life sucks right now, right? Life sucks sometimes, but it gets better. It gets better. It always gets better. And it always gets better. And the reason why it does is because you start with a mindset. You start with your mindset. And you got to turn that around. You got to start. Your mind is so important to the way you think, the way you operate, what you consume. Every single thing, you got to understand that it comes straight from the mind first, right? I challenge you guys today to sit with yourself and ask yourself this question. Sit with yourself in silence on your meditation, your 5-10 minute meditation, and ask yourself, when shit went bad last time, what did I do to get out of it? What did I do when shit was bad? Everything was spiraling. I was in my worst possible place. I was, I hit rock bottom. What did I do to come out of that? What did I do to get back on my shit? Was it isolation? Was it getting back in the gym? Was it routine? Was it drinking water? Was it your friends? Was it your family? Was it hobbies? Was it journaling? Was it taking long walks in nature? Was it getting on a plane and traveling and resetting yourself? What was it? What was it that made you at the peak? And I'm going to tell you right now, what made me at the peak was 75 harder. I was doing 75 harder before I even put a name to the challenge. I was in the gym every day, lifting. I was running around the monuments in D.C. I was meal prepping. I was making sure everything was weighed out. Calories were counted. Protein, protein, protein. I was getting enough sleep. I was reading my books. I was journaling. Guys, that's it. Simple, simple. What made you come back on your shit? This is your sign to get back on your shit, to come out of it to do the damn things every single day to check the mother freaking boxes and go have yourself a phenomenal Friday because we don't play no games with ourselves anymore. We weren't playing with ourselves all year. And if we were, we ain't playing no more. Stop playing yourself. You know what you want. Don't let the outside forces manipulate you. Get back on your shit. Do what you got to do and go be you. I love you guys. Thanks for letting me preach. Thanks for letting me vent. Thanks for letting me do the things. Because without y'all, I mean, y'all got me on my shit. Held me accountable. I'll talk to you later.